Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Jenny Wren. I've been a festival booker for over 15 years, mom of two, four if you count the dogs. I've buried my sister and my parents, partied like it was 1999 for over 20 years, modeled for five minutes, worn far too many accessories and not enough self-care. I've had breast cancer and epiphanies. Safe to say, she's been around. You're listening to Hindsight Conversations, where my guests are invited to bring to the table what it is they want to discuss, feel ready to share from where they are in their lives. We meet it together with no agenda. No topic is off limits, from the frivolous to the profound, the gnarly to the joyful, painful to the practical. Red flag moments you can only see when looking back, but looking back to move forward. Join me weekly where we explore the 2020 vision of hindsight. Everyone has it. you i'm good i'm good i'm kind of i'm kind of ma- making decisions big decisions mm. that i've been putting off right like getting out of the fucking industry took me okay. like a month to actually decide to do it and then now i'm doing it you know whereby i said and said no i don't do that stuff anymore you know I, 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 with stuff like I, i'd love you know, I'm, I'm struggling for money do you know what i mean um but it's just it's just not for me okay anymore you know so that was a big thing I think especially the last year has been coming to, coming to terms with Jesus Christ, this is actually who I am. This is a part, this is how big the role this plays in me, you know, which is kind of one of the reasons to come back on you. Like when I listen back to the interview, and I have done it a few times, I'm kind of like, mm, that's a lot of symptoms. That's a lot of, you know, where, where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Nothing about the causation, you know, which is what I've been doing for the last year. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But a, bit of a trauma program, you know, I did the EMDR. I've done all these different things, and I've, I've also sat with myself and said, "How does this play out in my life? How does it manifest?" You know, and it's mm. in a million different ways that I didn't know or chose not to know. Mm. You know, and, and all of that work has kind of brought me to where I am now. Where I'm kind of, I'm probably in a stronger place. I, I wouldn't say a better place, but I'm able to talk about stuff and mm-hmm. go. Actually, that was that. Mm-hmm. That was that, and actually, you know, that belongs in that pile, not in that pile. You know, whereas before it was all, oh, it's just mental health. It's just, that's just, you know, stuff. So it was kind of like the interview got in my craw that we did on my my personal craw myself. I was kind of like, it kind of felt like a half truth, okay. and I felt like I'd done myself a disservice, and I felt like I'd done with the wider outside of me, the circuit, a bit of a disservice in terms of. It, it didn't advance anywhere to where I was now. I, I don't mm. know if that makes sense to you. It was kind of like, actually, there's this whole chunk of stuff that that I, I don't talk about or I haven't talked about. And actually, that's 
that's the real stuff. That's, you know, where it, that's where I should be going with it. Mm-hmm. You know, that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that make any sense at yeah, all? Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, you know, of course, I'll come back with you that we can only sometimes go so far, you know, and that's, you know, maybe that's as far as you were ready to go in that moment. Yeah, it wasn't, though. That's what gets in my craw because I can listen to myself and I listen to myself saying things and I'm like, mm, you danced, mm. you danced around a bit. Not, not a lie, but it was kind of, I just, I was like, God, that's just what you've been telling people for years. Do you know that way? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's you, A, protecting myself to a certain extent. Um, but I don't, I'm not in a place where I need to protect myself anymore. You know, that way. And so it was, it was just, I, I don't know, it was just, I suppose, I felt like, I, I felt like it was a bit of a half-truth and it was a bit of a, bit of a dodge. I mean, I don't think, I certainly didn't hear a dodge, nor, nor I'm sure did anyone else. Um, so don't be hard on yourself. It's perfectly on brand also to go, well, in hindsight. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's what it was. And I was like, actually, you know, it's, 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 it's not easy to sit down and just say, say it to myself or say it just randomly. Do you know what I mean? It's, mm. I've always been someone that... Well, if I if I'm asked to challenge, I go, oh, this because of this, it's because of this, and I can I can frame it easier, you know, the words easier rather than just sit down and do my own thing and go, hey, I'm Rowan and this is this, mm. you know, that way. Um, and so I suppose it was the perfect opportunity. It's like I can actually go hindsight to hindsight, <laughs> <laughs> hindsight on my hindsight, double hindsight. If you feel now you're in a place where you would like to, um, I, I won't say go deeper, but potentially reveal more. That's yeah, that's think, okay. You no, know I think as well. I listen to it as someone who would be listening to it in my position or in the same position, mm-hmm. and I felt God, you know, that, that doesn't really explain much. Do you know what I mean? Especially because as well, because I had it in the intro, these various things that I didn't even address. You know that way. So it, it was kind of I, I, for me. It's definitely therapeutic for me okay. to talk about this stuff mm-hmm. openly. I mean, I've done a lot of work you know, with, with psychologists, uh, I was in hospital, you know, I did a trauma program. It brings you so far in acceptance for yourself, you know, and then I think the next step is to kind of go, well, actually, this is me wanting to be heard. This is me mm-hmm. telling my story from a, from a better place, you know, and it's not by way of apology and it's not by way of, um, of excuse or being hard on myself. Mm. It's simply, I, I think, that, you know, through the cow shed and even that first interview, I do have a voice, um, you know, and, 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 you know, it's just it's, it's to be heard and to let other people know that they can be heard. And you have support. You're you have a trauma program running at the moment or. Oh, so it's no. finished now. Okay. I did. I did six months of a trauma program, which mm-hmm. is group work and individual work. And that was with St. Patrick's. Uh, absolutely amazing. You know, absolutely amazing. Brilliant, you know. I mean, I mean, I only really came so it came out of my abuse, you know, with publicly or to family and friends like a year ago, you know, and that was after twenty years of 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 very bad mental health, uh, addiction, you know, toxic relationships, uh, and and uh, all, not all. I, like I'm not a person who sits here and goes, well, that's what caused that, and so I'm not responsible to blame for anything like that. You know what I mean? I spoke before about my mismanagement, mm-hmm. you know, um, but to come out with, to come, to come public with it or to come even to my family and friends who, who wouldn't have known, 
you know, leave mm. my parents who would have had an inkling, but not really known, you know, and it being so far back. I mean, this, this abuse happened between the ages of eight and 11 in school. Um, you know, so it was a good, good while ago. Uh, and then learning at how through this trauma program and through doing individual work with my doctor, a psychiatrist for a couple of years, or, you know, and a different psychologist, um, it's not even the it's not even the instances of abuse. It's it's how malignant and, and hidden it, it, it manifests itself in your life, mm. you know. Uh, I suppose that's that's the hindsight I wanted to bring to this. Okay. You know, this was kind of like, you know, these the, the connections that I've learned between what what abuse on that scale does and how it manifests itself. You know, um, because because it, 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 it's it, it's crazy. You know, it comes it comes in into every day, mm. into every single day. You know, in, in many many different ways. And. How would you like to discuss that now? What is it that where, you know, do you, yeah. are you, are, would you like to talk about the malignancies? The, yeah, do you want to go back to age eight? What, what, what? I, I, like, I suppose it'd be, it'd be, it'd be what would someone who, who, who knows nothing about it want to know? Mm. You know, um, I was, I, well, I'll go through what happened. First of all, I was, I was eight when I was first abused. I was, I suppose you could call it being groomed by an older guy who lived uh, in our neighborhood. Um, and I really looked up to him and he's the only person who was really well respected, probably about five or six years older than me. Um, uh, and I, I suppose I was groomed into kind of, into doing stuff mm. with him, you know, and he was cool, and I was suddenly hanging around with the big guys. Do you know that way? And mm-hmm. you, you, there's, there's, I mean, even at age, you don't really, you know, you know, it's kind of wrong, you know. But, um, in, because it's so secretive, it's there's no real shame involved because it's just, you know, it's terrible, it's terrible to say. And I, again, you, you fall into this. What I fell into was it. You have, you know, your your fight, freeze, flight, and as the Ford's not talking about, it was form. You know, whereby you just you go along because it's easier to go along, mm-hmm. you know, or there's some kind of reward in terms of like hanging out with an older person or being mm-hmm. you were cool. And I was always a very, very kind of shy, not not shy. I was always outgoing, but it was it was because of low self esteem. I've always had quite low self esteem, so mm-hmm. I suppose suddenly to be getting attention, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of what it was, you know, at the time led to led to me going along with it. And then that carried that that uh, that kind of I, I was always I was I, I was really really small you know me I'm quite tall like I'm six foot three now but until fifty I was under five foot you know I was a tiny tiny boy so most people were bigger than me you know that way so I'd always be like kind of outgoing or gregarious or fooling around you know I was always getting in trouble in class for not bad but just blah 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 just being a loud mouth and a commenter and you know. Um, and then I, it, when I went, I think my last year, my first year in first year, no, it would have been sixth class into first year in the school. Uh, so now the people involved, one of them was actually in prison now, was found out, you know, there's a lot of the papers that he was, he was, a, he was a, an abuser on a, on a huge wide scale from the, wow. from the 70s right up. You know, this guy was like a, a predator, you know, a predator. But he was a rugby coach. And again, uh, I, I don't know what marked me out for it, but... This guy started abusing me as well, 
quite quite violently, you know, fellating and stuff like that. Really, just violent, uh, an angry, angry, angry person. That was by that stage, I, I'd kind of gotten into this pattern of something's going to happen, possibly today, possibly in school, more than likely in school. So as soon as it's over, I know it's done for the day, you know. Um, um, so there was like a year of that, and then another person got involved in this. Uh, and so there's this other, you know, there was a, there was a priest who was, he was quite high up in the, in the, I went to school with a priestly order that ran it. <clears throat> so between the two of them, school, my first year, sixth class to third year became kind of a, a daily kind of getting up at eight in the morning, not knowing when the knock's going to come on the classroom door or you're going to be called in. You know, and I suppose in many ways, those, that's what caused the real trauma, mm. uh, as opposed to the actual incidents, you know. And I mean, all the individual incidents I've gone through, and it's, you know, with, 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 uh, with, with my psychologist. And, you know, some of them, you kind of, if, you, if you were to put them on a scale of what they were, you'd go, oh my God, that must have been the most terrifying. But no, you'll find something way down what the scale of wow. people would you know physical abuse was actually worse because of the terror involved or that was a particular day where I thought I'd gotten away with it you know with getting out of school so I mean that's 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 where the real trauma manifests itself in 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 um, they call it hypervigilance where you are constantly hyper hyper aware of yourself your surroundings what you're going to do when you're going to do it you know, and, and, and your, your control leaves from that where you kind of become carefree and, and, and um, just whatever. You know, I, I, you know once, once, you're away, once you're out of it and you think you're safe, you're not sure when the next thing is going to come. So those moments become almost more uh, fitful. Like that's certainly where more addiction kicked in later on in life. You know, I would have started using drugs quite early in life, like 11 or 12, you know, just because... There was, I knew I'd been taken out of the school in third year, so I knew it was potentially over with them, but it could happen again. This could happen again. You know, I was, I was bullied in the school I went to because I was small, but again, you're, you're, you, you never lose a certain, um, sorry, a certain elevation of fear threshold mm-hmm. where you're at. Do you know that way where you're constantly, constantly presuming something's going to go wrong? And it often, in, in many ways, it's easier to manifest that yourself and get it done. Oh, yeah. Than that wait for it, waiting. you know. And I mean, I would see that through all, through all, like even, you know, even to nowadays, you know, well, not so much the last year where I kind of pulled myself back, but it, but it is another manifestation. I pull myself back from people mm. rather than think, I'm, well, I'm going to hurt them or I'm going to damage them or they're going to hurt me. You know, it's easier to be alone and shit to be alone. I'm not an alone person. I'm loud. I love people. I love going out. You know what I mean? I love engaging and stuff. But I do, I did, I did for years and years and years, you know, either through, I, I became very, you know, dependent on cocaine for a long, long time because it just, it switched that off. Mm-hmm. It switched that off. And so the accurate situations where I had no fear, I had no worries. You know, it was just this. I could not be myself, but I could not be that person mm. who was worried about whether someone was talking to me about me in a room. You know, I'd see someone go into a room and just people talking in a different room. But I'd be like, oh God, are they talking about me? Uh, not in a paranoid way, 
but in a, have I done something stupid or wrong? You know, I spent a long time thinking I'm stupid and wrong. And, and that negative self-critical voice was very, very, very strong in me for a long time. To the point where I would, you know, as I said, I'm going to manifest a disaster here. To, to bring this to a boiling point with this person, you know. Just to rip uh, the Band-Aid off, just to get the thing done, that kind of exploded. It was like exploded. something bad going to happen yeah. in this relationship. I may as well... Just exploded, yeah. Do it now, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I you know, which is terrible, which is terrible because you do hurt, you know, I've got, you know and I, I, don't, I don't beat myself up as much as I used to about it now, you know, but I can look back and I can see destroyed friendships you know, where uh, for many years, for many, many years, I got into kind of lying as well, you know, telling mistruths, I'm trying to create a reality that, it was trying to create a reality I knew wasn't sustainable, mm. so that it would come to an end. And then I'd be like, well, there you go. That's you, you know, that's, that's what you do. You're right, you're right there. You have you have that control of, of things not being in control. I mean, this is very, they're very young years, very tender years. Yeah. You know, they, they really are. Did you feel voiceless? Did you feel like you couldn't come home and tell anyone? Did you feel you wouldn't be um, uh, like? It's it's a funny thing with abuse. And I'm only, again, I, like a lot of this stuff I've only learned this year. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Where, where I've, uh, not, to, not to dodge your question, I'll come back to it, but where my, you know, people professionally have sat down and go, what you're doing there is because of this. The mm. way you're saying that because of this. You did that because of this, mm-hmm. you know. But with that scale of abuse where it's kind of consistent, drawn out over a number of years, and because it was different people, I am, um, you know, I, I came to the conclusion it was me. It was something, it's something in me. It's something I'm doing wrong or doing right. Or this is the way it is. I know this is shit, but this keeps happening, you know. So, uh, and as well, because it was people in, in authority or people with power, um, you know, you're told if you tell anyone this, everyone will think you're gay. If you tell anyone this, I, I'm the principal. You can't. You, you think you can? You can't get away with this. You know, either no one's going to believe you. Why would they believe you? You know, you, you, you're small. You're doing shit in school. No, because obviously my grades were slipping. You know, my personal, my personal and school life is kind of falling apart. You know, not that anyone would have known, but it's not so much you don't feel you believed. It's it's your programmed that you you are yeah. you're nothing. You're, you're, this is where you are, you know. Why would why should this is happening to you for a reason? Because you're up. Not so much. A, I, I never thought I was a bad person, but you, you get to the stage where you think, well, I deserve this somehow because this is what happens to you. You know, wow. you know, which is yeah, which is when you're eight, nine, ten, eleven, they're pretty formative years, and you're trying to fit into secondary school. And I was small as it was, you know, and my grades were slipping. So, you know. By all accounts, you know, well, Rowan doesn't pay attention enough with class. You know, anyone else looking in is going, well, he's just a fucking messer. He can't pay attention in class, you know. And that compounds then over a while where you go, well, I can't. I'm not going to be believed here. Or, uh, you know, plus the, the simple shame of mm. being a person who's been sexually abused. You're like, I'm not telling anyone this. You know, I'm not telling anyone this, you know. You know, Gosh, it's, I mean, it's like, massive, Rowan. It's 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 massive. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, that continues to this day. Mm. You know, in a smaller way, where if something's going wrong, or if I haven't managed to do something, 
I won't do anything about it. I'll keep it to myself. You know, the way, and usually it kind of snowballs until I'm going to go, please deal with this now and I'll deal with it, you know, or, or I'll reach out to go, look, this has actually happened. And I can go, this is so simply fixed. Mm. Why did you get to, get to here? You know, so it's that a way. habit that's become a, a total habit of that. I mean, at the time, it's a coping mechanism and it mm. works. All coping mechanisms work for the while. I mean, mm. you talk to anyone, you know, an alcoholic or any drug addict or anyone who engages in any kind of harmful coping mechanism, they'll mm. say, well, it got me through for a little while, you know, but because you're never really addressing the problem, it's, it's never really going to, you know, it's just your coping mechanism escalates to something that suddenly doesn't work anymore, mm. you know. So drug use started really young, probably alcohol as well, because that's just part of our. Yeah. 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 I mean, it used to be, it used to be, um, I would need something to go to school, wow. you know, I'm going to smoke and hash, you know what I mean? Or, you know, something small, really, you know, I never mm. drank really going before I went to school, but there was always, I mean, that was, you know, the worst times for me were kind of like from either eight o'clock in the morning, getting up, getting dressed till four o'clock when I knew I was out, unless there was rugby training. And then I was, there's a good chance of something going to happen at rugby training, you know, that kind of way. So there was just, it was that fear. And then being free of school at the weekends was like, oh, I don't want to forget about that. So you just get as blitz as you can, you know? Um, so, I mean, that was kind of secondary school. And then by the time you get, into your fifth and sixth years, you kind of really introduced, you know, at the time clubbing was big, you know, and ease around and suddenly it was like, now that's, that's, that's me. I'm sorted now because I just don't have to think at all from a Friday mm. to a Sunday. Mm. You know? And is there, um, I mean, obviously I'm not trained in any of this, but is there elements of disassociation, like the, the personality fragmenting to, to manage? So you can kind of, you know, and particularly yeah. with drug taking, there is like a disassociation, isn't there? Just to, to break yeah. away from the, the pain. I mean, and- this, the disassociation for, for me, for me, it was disassociation for myself. Yeah. It was like, you know, I would, ne- I never really had, I still don't have a group of friends. But I've, I know maybe one or two people that I know from all the way through my life. Mm. It was always I'll go with that group or I'll go with that group or I'll go with that group. So I think for me, it was always pushing, pushing myself as much of myself away from it and being, mm. I'll be that guy there and I could be that guy there, you know, mm. uh, and a lot of that comes into people pleasing. I would do a lot of people pleasing. We're all, you know, or we're in relationships or friendships. I become the person you want because it's easier for me to construct something mm-hmm. that's not real, you know, which is a form of dissociation. Mm-hmm. So you're in fifth year, sixth year, clubbing is happening. You've obviously not, you know, there's, you, there was no, you hadn't there was no therapy. You weren't in therapy or anything. You're just trying to get through your school years and you're now taking ease. How does that feel in your life in that moment? Like, where are you? Are you completely lost? Are you actually kind of happy? Are you, you know? No, I was just, I was deeply unhappy with who I was. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like there was this person underneath who had had been through that and that had happened. And that's another thing that that I've done where I've kind of gone, but that's that now. That's, just put away that, mm-hmm. we'll move on, forget about it, you know, and then you're now this person who's clubbing Rome, but I was always the person who was doing too much, or, you know, just run, slow down, you know, I was kind of carefree with myself, and because I'd never developed a, a sense of who I am, or a real mm-hmm. sense of self, and go, this is who I am, this is my, this is who Rowan is, uh, it was easy just to be 
many different people or get away for a week or two, you know what I mean? So it was kind of carefree abandonment, you know, mm. um, and really not caring about myself. You know, I didn't really care what would happen. You know, not that I was dangerous or, or, or flippant and stuff, you know, but I just didn't have, I didn't have the self-worth mm-hmm. to kind of stop myself and go, look, this is really bad for you. This is not working out. You know, I didn't have, I suppose an anchor point to go back to, to go, look, you strayed yourself. You know, people kind of go, well, like, you know, I was 16, 17, I was doing really well in school. And then I started drugs and became this person. But then I went back to college and I was like, okay, it's time to knuckle down now. You know, that just never, my life. There wasn't never, a baseline for you to return to. There wasn't, there wasn't a baseline. No, no. And it never seemed to plateau either. You mm. know, I'm not saying I was miserable all the time. I was great fun to be around. You know what I mean? I was, <laughs> you know, I'm very outgoing. College was, I got to college and I was like, okay. I, you know, and I also, I, I think I've always kind of gone, okay, now I can reinvent myself. You know, leaving school was great to get out. I went to school after, after, after the first school and I got bullied really badly for a couple of years. And it was great to leave that and go, okay, now I'm out of that. And I'm going to go to college I'm going to be this person in college and it's going to be great and things are going to happen again. But you just end up, you know, you, you end up in the same place each time. You know, I'm like, how did I get here? How do I get here? How do I keep ending up in trouble? How do I keep ending up in debt? Why does it always happen to me? And you kind of go, well, yeah, well, there's your basis so all your life. You're, you're not worth anything. You're worth shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you kind of, I suppose your hindsight is, is so badly skewed. Mm. You know, not having that baseline. Now, I mean, it doesn't mean I wasn't able to operate or 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 wasn't successful. You know, I've always been kind of good at what I put my head to. You know, if I put my head to it, and, and if I feel you know I'm gaining some kind of self worth, I'm actually, I'm actually good at this. I'm actually good at this. You know, but it was just consistency over a long time was something that was hard for me to manage because I think at the back of my head I was always just enjoy this now because it's going to go tits up. At some stage. Well, it's, know. it's also hard to keep water in an empty vessel, isn't it? You know, you can keep pouring in yeah. those good things, but when the bottom isn't there and, and I've experienced yeah. that when, you know, my like very different, I've I've. I haven't gone through what you've gone through, but that mm. like, oh, yeah, no, I, and, and I can do this. And, and but, you know, it's gone right out the bottom <laughs> because there was a deep, yeah. deep feeling of, but it's not true, you know, and when that voice is there, you're yeah. So y- you were getting through and, and doing amazing things. But when that, yeah, when the bottom is empty and it's just falling out, yeah, I can I, only imagine. Think, yeah. And I mean, it's, it's not, you know, it's not just for people traumas. There's a lot of people experience, you know, people very bad depression or anyone who has anything that causes a, a sense of low self-esteem or mm. worth, you know, you, you could do good things and, and, and you, 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 you kind of do them for the praise you're getting or to be, to get that feedback because you don't believe it yourself, mm. you know, that way. So it's, it's, it's hard to, um, to manifest pride in something that's long lasting and that's real. Actually, I'm good at this because I, I'm able to do this. You kind of go, I'm good at this because that person said I'm good at this, mm. you know, which is, which is never sustainable. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Where Rowan is now, in after buying a little cottage in the setting, which sounds amazing, on an acre and a half, um, we're sitting here and we're looking back and... <coughs> You know, you looked back at, at our previous conversation and felt you were you were hiding a kind of a large piece, which is pretty huge. And you mm. spoke of the malignancies and you spoke of the things you really wanted to bring through. You have causation and trauma. Um, what are those links you really want to put out to people so that they can either learn from them or... I don't know, give, give us your journey a little bit from... We, we've we've heard now your awful trauma. Uh, I mean, it's it's brutal, um, but you are in a well place, and you are, mm. you know, you you've come through an inordinate amount, you know, uh, highs and lows, peaks and troughs, all of it, and now to a degree, fit, you know, and I'm going to use this term, and I don't mean it as it might sound, but face the beast. You've faced this yeah. very deep well and and huge piece of your life um could you talk us through that a little bit i mean god i started seeing doctors before when i was probably 21 mm -hmm. you know i was newly married um and, and again you know after a good cycle of a good period of things going well things just went, you know went dramatically downhill uh i i was using i was working a lot i was working six seven days a week and my life was just falling apart. And because I wasn't ready to say to someone, actually, there'd been, you know, mm -hmm. this, this, this is where I think it is. Or I didn't even know that that's, that's what it was. You know, yeah. I didn't know abuse or trauma would, would carry on like this. You know, mm -hmm. I always, that was then. And this stuff is now, so it's separate from then, you know, mm -hmm. so I didn't, I didn't address or didn't want to address it probably, you know. Um, so, I mean, the last 20 years of that have been in and out of hospital um, for bipolar and, and, and drug treatment. Um, lots and lots of doctors. You know, I, I kind of say lots, lots of wasted years where I was just stuck in the same 
cycle of um, doing well for a period of time, um, things would start to slip in my head. You know, and I, I see them now as not to put, I don't like putting everything back on the trauma. You know, it's not about the incident as such, but it's 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 the the, the mechanisms and, and modalities and patterns of thought that I have that would repeat themselves. You know, um, so I just got into this cycle of you know settling down, meeting someone great. You know, I was married for twelve years, um, but again, I, I just couldn't stop myself from trying to manifest chaos or not dealing with what was really going on and saying, "Well, mm. I'm just down." Well, just down what you know wasn't really the answer I needed or I, I needed to tell people mm. you know it was I feel you know I'm not talking about how I feel afraid all the time I'm not talking about that I have nightmares I'm not talking about that I can't walk into a room of people without either being really loud or being tiny teeny or mm. you know uh, I can't I wasn't talking about how I, I'll, I'll do a conversation with so have a conversation with someone and in my head I'm I'm four or four or five hours down the road thinking that person doesn't like me or they were making a slight about this, you know? Um, so the journey from, from then to now has been realistically dealing with symptoms. So I've, I've had, you know, I've, I've had the flu for 20 years and all I'm doing is just blowing my nose every now and then clear the head okay. but not sitting down and going i need to stop i need to, uh, yeah i'm sorry for the analogy but it's kind no, of like i i get what you mean you're you're yeah i i think when you say dealing with symptoms really landed with me because yeah everybody's like yeah exactly that dealing with the symptoms as opposed to going well hang on a minute where you know it's you know we we mentioned or you use the word malignancy and I think that's very powerful as well because you know when you think of a cancer or whatever you know people try and get in and get rid of the tumor you know so you, yeah, you you've been kind of like uh, you know or we've used it before at work whack-a-mole like you were doing whack-a-mole with all of these symptoms yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and yeah. I'm not trying to make light of your situation but I'm just using no, some I mean, of these uh, you know, you know um, people I can talk to and they'll say you know, apart from that, those times that was utterly crazy and insane, there was also times where you were really good and you were really of funny. Of course. Like, Do you know that way? So, I mean, I don't look at 20 years wasted. You know, it's, it, it, it's, it's take, it maybe it's taken 20 years or more, whatever it is to get to this point. Yeah, you know, maybe, I think that's the big thing. There's no way I could have been ready for no. it. In many ways, there wasn't, you no. know. Um, uh, you know, it's a great saying in life and it's like, humble yourself or life's going to humble you. And I think you know, whatever that pivot point was two years ago, a year and a half ago at this stage, where, where, where again, my whole world had crumbled due to my own actions. You know what I mean? I was with someone, I was having affairs, I slipped back using. It's the same fucking pattern, the same cycle, you know? And I think I ended up, I ended up with a suicide attempt and I ended up in hospital and I just ended up kind of going like, I, this, I can't, I can't go on like this. You know, I just, I can't, I can't. So I was just like, here it is. Here it is. I'm going to sort of throw the cards on the table and, mm. and let's see what happens. Because I, I, I was out of options. Mm. You know, I was 100% out of options. You know, and I didn't, I didn't, whatever it was, I, I, it wasn't even, here we are now, let's try again. It was like, well, here's the last of it. Okay. There's nothing more to put on the table. So let's see what happens, you know. And 
it was, it, 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 you know, it seems to now, I'm still very, very early on in it, you know, but it seems to have just been the key. You know, certainly my doctor was like, this is something we've taught, but now this all makes sense. And it, it, you know, once it kind of accepted the effect and read more into trauma and CPTSD, which is, I don't want to label anything, but sorry, dogs are going there. <laughs> uh, it just, it, it just made so much sense. Mm. You know, when someone sits you down and goes, well, no, you're not a bad person. You didn't intentionally hurt these people. This is your mode of thinking. This is what happened. And this is because of this. And I suppose actively creating those links back to something that I went, that was then, you know, has made all the difference, made all the difference. And can you remember, and I'm not trying to, you know, look for anything, you know, I'm not trying to be sensational, but like, can you remember the feeling of, maybe the feeling is the wrong word, but can you remember what it was like to say it out? Like when you said that in the hospital, I had this feeling of like... I couldn't couldn't say it. I I, I couldn't, I wasn't able to physically form the words. Mm. I couldn't physically say I wouldn't have had wouldn't be able to have this conversation where I would I would probably get to the point of I'm abused and then literally my throat would close you it, it, it's quite scary I physically couldn't talk about mm-hmm. it so I just wrote it okay you know and then I wrote it and then I sat with someone and then I read it out in a group and then it kind of went away for a bit I didn't do it but it just came flooding once once I think once I I but I even committed it to paper you know that was that was the gate was open then, you know, that way. Like when you say it and I could, you know, this is me picking up here, but like it feels, you know, because we, we've we've looked at you that we've been playing whack-a-mole or symptoms, managing symptoms. And now to finally get to this. Let's call it what it is, root cause, you yeah. know, root fucking cause. Um. Like I immediately felt it was almost like I had this picture of somebody, you know, it's like that final vomit that you, you've you actually gotten the thing out. So while it's traumatic yeah, it's and awful, it's, it's it, this it, feeling it's, better. It's kind of, I wouldn't know, you know, to be no. honest with you, no, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I felt better. I'd say wow. I felt it, it was, it was, it was suddenly realizing, fuck, I need now to go and deal with this stuff. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It was kind of like, like I once compared it. Sorry, I'm always using analogies or similes, whichever one they are, um, of sitting on a beach with a load of stones and you're kind of going, that's there and he belongs there and he belongs there. And then suddenly you're looking at the beach, the whole beach and going, fuck, I actually okay. have to go to get through all this now. Okay. This is now, this door is opened and now this box is spewing forth and I need now to, to control, how do I control this? You know, and then suddenly um, <clears throat> um, a lot of emotion and pain and anger mm-hmm. uh, and upset and shame, you know, it all comes bundling out because it's all wrapped up in one. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't really deal with some of them, you know, you, like, certainly when you're talking about it, it it's, it's embarrassing to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still shame. I mean, there's still shame. There's still stigma. I mean, there's still instances I've just had not I've not talked about. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like I'm not I'm not ready to yeah. go deep into that yet. You know, I, I do I, I've done a type of therapy called EMDR where you it's um it, it's you, you you your brain actually stores stuff away. It goes, mm-hmm. I don't I can't deal with that now, so we're not gonna deal with that. 
uh, it, it's a, it's a, a type of therapy whereby you connect. Now you you go back into the into the instance and you run it over a couple of more times, a couple more times, a couple more times out loud. And as you're doing it, you're kind of connecting with your body, and it actually tricks the brain into processing stuff it hasn't processed. It's very interesting, and, and it suited me, and it worked as a modality. Mm-hmm. Um, but sorry to, to your question, you. No, I wouldn't say I felt better. Mm. I think I think you feel relieved. Mm-hmm. Uh, you feel a little a little unburdened. Okay. Um, but for me, then I had this. I had the scope and the enormity of of doing that at forty five, and and then looking back at the effect it has had on my life and mm-hmm. the effect that it's had on people around me and my work and my wider circle. Do you know what I mean? And um, you go through a lot of stages. You go through a, like for obviously deep, deep, deep upset. Mm-hmm. And there's that initial release where you can't talk. And then and then there's a huge period of anger, which I'd still go through. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, fuck's sakes. You know, just, you know, a ruined marriage, ruined friendships, ruined careers. You know, there's a lot of ruination about it. And that's not, not to kick myself about it. You know, to, to a certain extent, I have forgiven myself. But um, it's, it's sometimes you kind of swing between, well, that was a wasted life because of what, those fucking bricks did to me, mm. which is hard to carry sometimes. You know, that's that'd be weighty. Weighty. Not that I not that I want justice, and you know, I don't I don't really care about them anymore. It's mm. it's more. It's 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 really sad. It's really sad. You were just a little boy. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's you just, it's, 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 it's a grief. It's grieving. It is grieving. grieving. Yeah, we're, we're both crying now, but it is, it is, yeah. it is grieving. And I hear you talking about the ruined marriages and ruined friendships, but all I keep thinking of is, but what about the little boy? You know, oh, I mean, completely, yeah, completely, like, you know, but I spent years doing a lot of addiction work and a lot of, you know, mental health management work where it's all about personal responsibility and ownership. Hmm. And stuff like that, you know, and I've never, I've never, I've never wanted to, even with my mental health, I've never wanted to go, well, that's because I'm bipolar, or that's because of that. So that excuses that, because it doesn't, you know, um, it's more a grief, God, I wish I'd done something about this and know what I know now, years ago, and that wouldn't have happened, Hmm. (gasps) you know. And for anyone who might be listening, um, who is either suffering with symptoms, <laughs> whack-a-mole <laughs> stories, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, using, what could you say to them? I don't know, what, is there anything like, I mean, I think obviously even hearing you speak is 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 huge. It's massive. And and I would hope, and you know, it might resonate with somebody, but you, you've you come through that fear. You've come through that, well, you know. Well, I'm, I'm going through it. Mm. I don't think, I don't think, you know, I mean, I asked, I asked well, with the trauma psychologist when I started the program, I was like, so this is a six month program. Then what happened? She's like, no, she was, this is, this is, this is your life. You know, we can't yeah. change that. This is, you know, it's years and years mm-hmm. and years. I thought, like, oh, poor me thing, but it is just learning, relearning skills and stuff. I suppose 
God, someone's, you know, it's a hard question. Mm. Fair play to you for getting to hear. Yeah. That's brave. It's brave. It's brave to even listen to someone talking about it. It's something I could never do, mm. you know. It, uh, uh, fair play for you for, if you're, if you're managing to get through day-to-day life without it absolutely crushing you or destroying you, fair play, you're a fucking brave and you're a strong person, stronger than me, you know, because I wasn't, I wasn't strong enough to, to, to face up to it um, for a long, 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 long time. I'm, I'm still not strong enough today. I mean, I have days where it's just absolutely terrible. I mean, I've prepared myself for this conversation because we've talked mm-hmm. about what we are going to do, you know. Um, but I would say it's it is a huge amount of power to be gained back in in making yourself hurt in whatever way you can. Yeah. In whatever way you can. And it's not easy and you will be judged and you won't be believed and you, you know, you won't be, you won't feel you're hurt at times, you know, but it only takes a small little click of people to turn around to you and listen to you with empathy that can change your outlook on the world because not everyone's bad. Mm. And, you know, there is trust and there is, good to be had in the world and you deserve it we all do Mm. and are you able to you know they're beautiful words and I think it's that's why it's important to to come from you because this is your your lived experience and I think that's very powerful thing to say that yeah well done you you know for even listening or you've 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 made it this far kind of thing um are you able to turn that on for yourself as well? Are you able to, you know, yeah, with the you know, work that in, you're doing? In, in bits, in mm. bits, in bits and pieces, in bits and pieces. It's like anything, it's a practice. Yeah. It's catching yourself. You know, there's days where, you know, I went through a bit of a down period recently where I was just, uh, for no particular reason, I don't know what set it off or what caused it. Um, but it was a, it was a, it was you know a very bad press episode where I was like, I actually, not that I didn't want to be here, but I just didn't want to engage mm-hmm. in life at all. I was not washing, you know, I was at home, was isolating, um, and I wasn't talking. For me, it's really important to be talking and okay. and moving towards something, no matter how slow that is, mm-hmm. no matter how slow that is. And some days I can do things like this where it's great, you know, and I'm able to talk. Um, I feel safe. Do you know what I mean? It's something we uh, spoke about together. You know, it's mm. a space I came to you and said, I'd like to do this about this. And you're like, how do you feel? You know, it, it creates a safe space. Some days I'm not, I'm, I don't have the ability to make myself feel safe. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and that can manifest in different ways. I'll, I'll purposely stay away from, I will, um, I'll either... <clears throat> cut myself off entirely until I, because I'll go, I'll, I'll see that, okay, you're, you're not doing well today. You're just reach out and tell someone, you know, and I'll say, I'm not doing well today. Or are you okay? And there's other days where, I, where, where that's self-critically bad. And I'll say, I'm too toxic to talk to anyone today. Okay. Because anyone I talk to, I'm going to spit venom on them. And it's not going to be a good communication, you know, and I'll, 
those days are getting less. Okay. You know, so it kind of swings between I, I don't trust the world to, to I don't trust myself in the world. Mm. You know, and that that's, and again, that's, that's something that I still need to work on. You know, and, and yeah, this is I'm by no means at the end of the road at all with this. You know, today's a good day. Um, tomorrow might not be. You know, I still get very bad nightmares. I still get it's it, when I say malignant, it can man trauma or, or or this you know, the, and I don't just mean the trauma of the abuse. I, I mean the trauma of addiction, the trauma of mm-hmm. mental health issues. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all. It's all it's all compounding into one, mm. um, and it's important that I don't go. Well, there's that and that and that, you know. But it's it, it's malignant in that it, it can manifest itself in a million li- little different ways, and it's it's there's no. I don't think. Whereas before, I talked about that beach, and I can never get over this mountain. I don't look at it like that anymore. I look at it in. Oh, why are you angry with the toaster? <laughs> You're not angry with the toaster. What's going on here? And I can catch myself, you know, and it sounds kind of funny, but I, I can get that angry with the toaster, you know, that I'll smash the toaster at times. You know, that person resides in me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have the ability to lie. I have the ability to manipulate situations to make them safe for me or, or chaotic for me. I have the ability to be very, very good and, and be a really good person. I also have the ability to be a really helpful person. Uh, I have the ability to talk to myself terribly sometimes. You know, all of these things are within me. And at any one moment they come up, and it is, it, it's kind of whack-a-mole, you know? But um, the stakes are slightly lower now. You know, the stakes are, are about me having a good day and me catching mm-hmm. stuff and go, hold on now, that's that's because of that. And that's that's been the learning. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's in hindsight because I can only relate it to past experiences where I kind of go, well, that's because of that. Mm. You know, and does, well, that, does that make sense to you? Sorry. Yes, absolutely. Of course, it makes sense. And and I'm visualizing the. I also work in analogies, and I'm a visual visual thinker, visual learner. Um, I'm picturing this beach. And I suppose I while while there's a lot ahead and maybe you know more stones to uncover because we're we're constantly evolving, we're constantly learning, we're constantly opening another door. Going oh for fuck's sake, there's another cupboard with more stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I talk about it. Hey. Rock bottom. You go. I've hit rock bottom. You go. Hey, there's oh. a trap door here. Shit. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, I also um. I also have the picture of you, you know, if we were to pan out from that beach, let's stay in visual mode. If we were to pan out from that beach of how far you've come down that beach, yeah, you know, is another way to look at like you have come, uh, you it know, is. that it there is. is more ahead. But you, Jesus, you've come a long way. Yeah. And again, that's the duality of it. Yeah. You know, the yin and yang is where, I, I, you know, some days I'll kind of go, fuck me, I'm a fucking... I've survived a lot. I've gotten through a lot. Mm. Still here, you know. I mean, like I've been dead three times. You know, clinically dead. Three, really? You know, and that's not. Yeah, and that's not a. Uh, I, I, you know, it's not. It's not a hierarchy of of, of shit that's happened. But <laughs> I mean, I've managed. You know, I've managed to get to this place. Thanks be to God. You know, and it's slowly making me a better person. And and, and the more it, it's constant work. Um. But sorry, to your point, the panning out, sometimes that can be really good and empowering. 
Uh, other times it's overwhelming and I have to okay. close focus again. You know mm -hmm. that way? So yeah, yeah. I, I definitely take your point. And yeah, it is. It's good. Uh, sometimes it is. It's nice to pan back and go, okay, mm. you, you know, you've, you've been through this before. You, you know, you've, you've gotten through this. Or you've done, you're doing pretty well, mm. you know. The fact that I could be here now talking to you. Absolutely. Years ago, I, I, I would, when I say I physically couldn't form the words, you know, I sat with psychiatrists going, physically not being able to say the words, you know, so that's, it's huge. You know, it it's is. huge. It's, it's, it's really massive. It yeah. really is. But it, that, that can be overwhelming at, at times of as well. Of course. I can kind of go, you know, and sometimes it'll, it'll you'd be like, oh, I'm just fucking exhausted by this. You know, mm. I don't deserve this weight. This is too much. And they're, they're the times that the skills I've learned in the last year really kick in. Yeah. Where I go back to those old modalities of dealing with stuff, you know, where I'll actually say to someone, <clears throat> I'm actually feeling really unsafe and not well today. So mm. I'll talk to you later on. Or I could, you know, I'll say that to someone. I don't. You know, I'm feeling really bad. I'm feeling really angry. It's best we don't talk later on. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I can say that now, whereas before I would have went, here's a way now I can get rid of that feeling. I'll go in and I'll manifest an argument here and I'll be an asshole. You know, and I'm th th on my bad days. That's that's how bad the bad days are. On my good days, you know, mm. uh, you know. And, I, and also I try to think about it all the time. Of course. I can't live. You know, I've never, I don't like the labels. No. You know, I, as much as I've always been very open about my mental health, I don't, I don't want it to define me. But you have to get on with you know? living, you know. We have to, we have yeah, to get on, it. we have to get on with living. And you've got your dogs there and a house to move yeah, into. And I, and... I, I love these <laughs> beautiful children. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like for all, for all our, our own personal differences, my ex-wife is an absolutely incredible mother. I'm so lucky. You know, she's brilliant. I can't fault her. She raised those kids. Incredibly well. I've got to do all the things I wanted to do. You know, mm. I went to college. I had a laugh. I had the full-on college experience. Mm. I got into music. I wanted to be a technician. I got to be a wanted production mm. manager. I got to be, you know. And yes, there was obviously disasters along the way. But you know, I've done pretty. Boy, done pretty good. Mm. You know. Yeah, you, know? you have, and I think that's that's the the pan out I was trying to give because whatever it is in our brains and human brains, we focus on the one thing that we cocked up on that day or that week or that month as opposed to, well, hang on a minute. You know, you did this other yeah. stuff. You were kind to the dog. You were, you have beautiful children. You made that person smile down the road. You know, yeah. you've got to take the small wins. Well, it's um, definitely a little, it's a little yeah. win scenario, you know, yeah. and, that, and that's what I'm saying where that pan out can be your, your best friend or not. Sometimes panning mm. out. It's like, oh, I don't like, want to see that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the opposite of I'm ready for my close <laughs> Let's narrow the picture I, again. I see my ears and my shitty jeans. Put back in close and my one good eye. <laughs> um, of course. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. And, and. Look, I think it's massive and I know a, a part of you does as well. And you can give yourself a high five Mel Robbins style yeah. and you can do all of those things. And then, of course, there's the all all the other stuff that has to come with you as well. Um, but having a hindsight on your hindsight and coming back, I think, was really um, honest, really brave. It's what this is all about. You yeah, felt I, in a I place think... to talk about it and that's you know, that's pretty amazing, really. 
thank you for having me back on and you know to a certain extent allowing me to do it it was it was just i i go by my gut Mm. a lot nowadays Mm. you know whereas and i don't mean my gut like my head i don't trust my head my head is not intuition yeah my head is not sane. my head will will do anything to trick me into being comfortable or or denying Mm -hmm. something yeah no thank you it was important for me to do it well, I could hear that from you. And for me, then, of course, yes, like, of, of course, we, we go back, we, we redo or we add on. Um, and I just hope, you know, I suppose what I want to say to you is many things. I'm really proud of you. Thank you, Jenny. I don't feel pity for you or sad. I'm really proud that no matter what you are willing to work a going forward and you want to learn. And that is not always an easy thing to do because to take on the shitty parts of yourself is like, oh, fucking, you know, they're, they're, they're weighty enough in, in any life. <laughs> um, never mind the, the, the trauma that you've had to deal with. And you have had to deal with that. that that's very, very big, Rowan. It really is. Um, so that that gentle moving forward and, you know, being here today, uh, I'm, I'm really proud of you. And I think it's, you know, you have, yeah, you have a long beach walk ahead. We all do. But you are walking with more correct supports. You're not, you know, do you know what I mean? You're, you're using yeah. better tools. You're picking up better. Yeah. Your bag is packed differently. Yeah. And that's the. It is, as I said, it's it's, it's your, your this the the narrative or the genre of this podcast, that kind of egged it on. Do you know, the, the position I named couldn't be attained without hindsight, and sometimes the hindsight is someone else going. You need to look at this now, or you do need to look back. Mm. You know, that's that's what brought me to here was going. I need. I need to open this. I need to look back. I need to look into this and see how it is and see how it plays out. And it is looking back to go forward. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And come find me over in Hindsight Conversations on Twitter and Instagram. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code 
code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.